Hey there, my name is Prue, naturopath, nutrition coach, massage therapist, got a bachelor in sports and exercise science, also a PT, and very, very passionate about helping people live happier and healthier lives. If you've been listening, thank you so much for starters. Um, Feel free to share if you like what you've heard so far. And guess what? Today we're getting a little bit more into the food side of things. Um, I've got heaps of notes, so I'll break it up into a couple of different podcasts. Focusing firstly today on easy things that you can do with your foods um, to eat a little bit healthier. And then after this, we'll go into, so in the next podcast, I'll go into more of, you know, how to shop, what to look at when you're shopping, those sorts of things. So um, part of eating a healthier lifestyle, these are just some simple, effective, healthy eating tips. I don't believe in diets. I think I've said that before. I They're kind of a band-aid or a short-term fix. And for many people, it's not maintainable or sustainable. And let's face it, not a whole hell of a lot of fun. So I'm all about moderation and making the changes where we can. A lot of it is small changes that you can make daily that will make a big difference, which is what we're all about. So instead, we're promoting healthier eating, maintainable eating habits, and you can enjoy the foods that you love with these few tips to make them a little bit healthier. Okay, first things first. Um, eat breakfast. Yeah. Have you ever thought of why it's called breakfast? It actually means breaking the fast. So you basically fasted all night, haven't eaten in ages, and the breakfast really kickstarts your metabolism. It's breaking that period of not eating um, and really and helping to wake up the body, give you some energy and really get things going. So the trick here is a lot of people do tend to have your sugary cereals and your things like that. You don't want to eat sugary things. What we want is something that's going to help to boost our basal metabolic rate. So basal metabolic rate is your natural, just how much energy you burn, okay? The higher your basal metabolic rate, the more energy you burn, the more you can eat, (laughs) and your body turns it off, right? Okay, so basically, higher basal metabolic rate equals more calories burnt. Now, some of the best ways to increase your basal metabolic rate is to eat regularly, eat small meals, and regular exercise. Now, when I say small, I mean like our society has such big servings. It is insane. You can eat a lot if you're eating a salad, a healthy salad, not one with covered in Caesar dressing, an actual healthy salad with lots of greens, lots of fresh veg, even some herbs. I love micro herbs and salads and things like that. Um, but if you're having like a burger, there's a lot more energy in that burger than there is in a big salad. So you see what I mean? Where I say small meals, it's adaptable. So you can eat bigger serves of things like salad, smaller serves of those heavier meals. Um, Okay. As far as sugar cereals go, they're simple carbohydrates, simple sugars. So they give you an energy boost, rapidly absorbed, but then generally speaking, it's followed by an energy drop. So then you want more food. And it doesn't um, keep your, you full for very long. So what we'd like is complex carbohydrates, maybe a bit of protein, 
things like that, okay? So what we'd be looking at there is say, wholemeal toast with some eggs, wholemeal toast with some avocado on it, oats with some berries and some yogurt, these sorts of ideas, okay? So you're getting your good whole grains and you're getting a bit of protein and you're just getting some healthy food, really. Avoid the butters, avoid your saturated fats, avoid if you're cooking eggs, you don't need to cook them in oil. Poach, really, really good. Boiling is really, really good. Things like that. If you want to go down the grains train, then you can make some really funky breakfasts with um, quinoa pots and those sorts of things. I won't get into recipes. <laughs> Check out my Facebook page. I do put some things on there and some really good ideas for some funky breakfasts are on there too. Okay, but big thing, avoid sugary cereals. They are not fantastic. Okay, next one. When you are having meats, a really easy thing to do is cut off the visible fats and just have a smaller portion than you normally would. So what I'm talking about with the visible fat is you get your piece of bacon, right? That white bit, cut it off, you don't need it. I know you're saying, oh, but that's the crispy bit, that's the really good bit. No, the eye of the bacon is the best bit. <laughs> and um, it's the tastiest, I think. But that cuts off a lot of the, I prefer to talk in terms of energy rather than calories. So the energy that is going into your body just cutting off those visible fats makes a big difference. So if you're thinking steak, again, cut off the white bits with your chicken. Remember, removing the skin, those sorts of things. Really, really does make a big difference. So then you're getting a nice piece of good lean meat if you're a meat eater. Okay. Along the same lines, if you're thinking like rissoles and sausages and pies and those sorts of things, preferably homemade. A, you don't really know what's in the ones that you buy. It's not usually the best cuts of meat. If you make them at home, you can buy your lean minces. You can buy your vegetarian minces. They're actually really good. Uh, kangaroo minces are really good lean mints and they make lean products as well, like in steaks and things like that. Um, so what you're looking for is those leaner minces to use. If you're making rissoles and pies and um, like spaghetti bolognese and that sort of thing, put some veggies in there. We all talk about hiding them for our kids in there, but grate them in for yourself too. Fantastic way of getting extra veggies into your diet, especially with a spaghetti bolognese, because you don't really notice the taste difference. Things like zucchini are perfect in there because they absorb whatever taste that you put in there. Fantastic and yummy. Um, if you're making pastries like a sausage roll, you could use a phyllo pastry instead of a butter-based pastry. Okay, that's just a little bit lighter. Eat less meat. Have meat-free days each week. It's a really good way of just cutting down on that meat is going, okay, let's do meat-free Monday. Um, try not to eat it for every meal. I know some people do, but preferably don't eat it for every meal. Meat once a day even is tr well and truly enough. Um, the less you kind of eat meat, you don't. we don't necessarily need it. Yes, it's a good source of protein. Yes, it has all the amino acids that we need. But we need to start thinking in terms of health for the body and eating excess meat isn't good for the body. So incorporate more vegetarian and vegan based meals and you would be surprised how good they actually taste. All right, so decrease that meat intake, especially the red meat intake. <laughs> I have a little note here <laughs> that um, 
to remember that you are what you eat and nobody wants to look like a cow, right? <laughs> There's one for you. Lovely. Hey, hey, um, next one. Try to eat five or six small meals per day rather than three large ones. So this is the breaking up the meals throughout the day and keeping that metabolism going. After about three to four hours after a meal, your metabolism does drop. Your body starts thinking starvation mode. I know that sounds extreme, but it does go, start going there. So that regularity of eating keeps that metabolism up. Try to incorporate a bit of protein in each. Now, protein, you automatically probably think meat, but no. Thinking yogurt, thinking nuts, thinking those sorts of proteins, vegetarian-based proteins. You can get heaps of snacks. Try not to go for processed protein bars and shakes. There are some really good natural shakes if you're a shake person or protein powders if you're a, pro um, if you're a protein powder person. I'm not keen on them. I think there are better ways to get proteins into your body and we don't need as much as we think we do. So little bits, little bits is good. Um, trail mix is a really good one. As I said, tub of natural yogurt, celery sticks, carrot sticks, plain or with a little bit of salsa, things like this. Bit of hummus with some carrot sticks. Hummus is a really good one. So smaller, easier to digest meal. So you're not overloading your stomach as well. Avoid highly processed foods and fast foods. I know it's a really obvious one and I know some of you are going to go, but they taste so damn good. You can make them at home. <laughs> um, but processed fast foods and high fat foods put a huge load on our bodies. They really, really do. They're generally relatively toxic in the way that they're produced. They're mass manufactured. They're there's not much good about them. I mean, even that little piece of lettuce on your fast food burger, it really doesn't compensate for the rest. You're better off getting a big salad or making it yourself or making a really healthy sandwich, something like that. If you want takeout, then there are healthier options um, and easier options to do. So. I mean, sushi's always a bit of a winner. People talk about sushi. It is very ricey though, so it is very white carby. It's not something that I'd be going, oh yeah, go, go, go eat sushi, but it is a better option than a big burger or something. Um, if you can get, salad, as I said, salad sandwiches, salad rolls, all those sorts of things are a much better option. Whenever you walk in anywhere, just have a good look at your options. Most places now have healthier choices. Beware places that do do your, um, especially the fast food places that are now like, oh, we've got this new vegan burger. Oh, we've got this new vegetarian burger. Just because it's vegan or vegetarian does not mean that it is healthy. So just open your eyes a little bit, have a bit of a read, have a little bit of a think about what you're putting into your body before you actually put it in there. Think what it's doing for you. We wanna think of nourishing our bodies. Okay, think of nourishing. So your body needs good fuel to work well. So put the good things in and it'll work much more effectively and you'll feel so much better. Uh, if you're wanting to do some easy alternatives to take out, especially if you're at home and you're wanting to get kids involved, you can like make pizzas at home is super, super easy. 
you can get even wholemeal pita breads and things. Spread on some tomato paste and add, add heaps of like veggies and really good toppings like capsicum and onion and pineapple and mushroom and pumpkin and feta and pine nuts, olives, basil, all these sorts of things. Just have a bit of fun. Make some colour, make some flavour, get the kids involved. They love that sort of thing. They really do. Stir fries are always an easy option and a win in my place. Chuck some veggies in. We use um, chickpeas quite a bit as well instead of meat. So veggies, chickpeas, make up a stir fry sauce, rice, Bob's your uncle, really easy. And the kids love it. Uh, if you're wanting to make some burgers at home, make the resource yourself. Get some lean mints, blended veggies, chop up some lettuce, pineapple, grated beet, fresh beetroot, some carrot, uh, wholemeal buns, or you can use bread or you can use wraps. You can use whatever you want. Adapt to make it suit. Uh, if you're wanting to keep it even lighter or mix it up for the family, then kids have burger. You just have your um, patty with some salad and stuff. You don't have to eat exactly the same as what your kids are eating. Kids are growing bodies. They do tend to need more energy, more fuel. They're running around, they're doing heaps, and they're growing. Uh... Obviously, fish and chips is a really good, easy one to make at home, especially if you have an air fryer. I love my air fryer. Sweet potato chips in there is amazing. Um, if you're making your fish and chips, light coating. If you're going to coat them, otherwise grill. So don't cook them in butter. Don't deep fry. Don't tempura or any of those sorts of things. Keep it light, keep it simple, keep it easy. A barbecue in Australia, massive win. Chuck things on the barbie, so quick and easy. On the fish train, keep them there for a little bit, uh, deep sea fish is full of omega-3s, which is a really good fat for us, okay? They're good fats. So try and incorporate some fish two to three times a week. Okay. Preferably your deep sea fishes, like your tunas and your salmons and those sorts of fish. Um, tuna is quite a meaty one if you prefer a meaty tasting fish. I know salmon is, I love salmon, my kids love salmon, but I know that everyone loves salmon because it is a fishy fish and it's got a bit of a different texture. Cooked right, crispy skin salmon, amazing. But um, yeah, trout, those sorts of fish, those deeper sea fishes are really, really good. You can still overdo it in the good fats even. So again, just keep your portion sizes to, um, Generally, they say with meats, about a palm-sized amount. You're looking at about, you know, 100, 100 grams-ish. If you don't want to weigh it, yeah, go your, like, palm-sized amount. I don't know how big your palm is, but that's an average kind of thing. If you're looking for something to snack on in between, I did mention your carrot and celery sticks. They're really, really good for snacks. Um, especially celery. It's an amazing food. It's crunchy. I like it. Not everyone likes it. But celery sticks, carrot sticks, capsicum, cherry tomatoes, all these sorts of things can make a really good little snack mix for a morning or afternoon tea. Um, and as I said earlier, some hummus, that sort of thing. Great alternative to other bits and pieces. Cottage cheese too goes really well and you can get like a low fat cottage cheese, that sort of thing. It's really, really tasty. Try to use wholemeal, organic breads, brown rices and wholemeal pastas. Your kids will get used to it. Trust me on this. You do not need to eat white. Anything that I can think of right now. <laughs> um, so choose your wholemeals. Like proper wholemeal. 
read the packaging and make sure that it does say that it's made from whole grains. Some of them do still say bleached flowers used and that sort of thing. So they'll put on them wholemeal, but it'll only be a percentage wholemeal flour. So keep an eye out for that one. Especially uh, your brown rice is a fantastic and wholemeal pastas, as I said. They're longer lasting energy than their white alternatives. They're unprocessed, unbleached, and they've got such good nutrients in them, lots of B vitamins and things in there. So it's it's about feeding and fueling your body. As I said, it's about giving you sustainable energy, maintaining that satiety a bit longer, so keeping fuller for longer, so you're not getting hungry so soon. At night, if you need a treat, substitute ice cream for yogurt or for some sorbet. Ice cream should be a, so- a sometimes food, and that's what we can look at your treats and things as, sometimes foods. So if you really feel like something sweet after your dinner, that's okay. Piece of dark chocolate, maybe two. Um, just don't go overboard. Some yogurt, some sorbet, these sorts of things are really good alternatives to hooking into ice cream, hooking into big chocolate bars, hooking into any cakes, slices, all those sorts of things. Just go for lighter. Some fruit and yogurt, those sorts of things. And if, if even if you go, okay, well, during the week, this is what I'm going to do. And then on the weekend, I'm going to allow myself the treats that I really, really like and not in excess, then it's kind of a bit more balanced and going, okay, every night I'm going to have this. Because that just becomes habit. If we can break those habits and form better habits, that is fantastic. Even if to start with, say you have dessert every night, right? You have like cakes or something every night. To start with, maybe just go, okay, every second night, I'm gonna have something a bit lighter and then incorporate it more and go, okay, now I'm going to do it through the whole week and I'm only going to eat my treats on the weekend. Um, There's some ideas. What else have I got? A couple more for this and then I'll wind up and, yeah, the next one will go into more of your cookings and that sort of thing and reading food labels. Okay, avoid sugary drinks. Yeah, yeah. Empty calories, rotten teeth. All those sorts of things. Please don't give your kids sugary drinks. Don't get them started on that train, especially not caffeinated ones. I've seen really, really young kids drinking caffeinated soda drinks and it just, it drives me a little bit nuts. (laughs) So do what's best for your body and please do what's best for your kid. We have a massive problem with obesity in children and it starts in childhood and it sets them up really badly for later on in life so if not for yourself then do it for your kids so they are healthy adults but do it for yourself too because you deserve to be healthy and happy so avoid the sugary drinks and instead of snacking on like if you're the sort of person that'll grab a bag of chips or something instead of that munch on some trail mix munch on some nuts i know you're going oh but nuts are high fat much much better for you than the chips they're natural try and get nuts as natural as you can get a bit of a mixture so not just peanuts and not coated nuts just like raw nuts if you can and just a little handful is perfect for a little snack okay i'm gonna wind it up there um i do have a lot more but i'll put a lot i'll put it into the next podcast because i want to keep these kind of short in hopes that you kind of do listen (laughs) anyway thank you for your time I hope that helped 
As always, I will put the link to my website and my Facebook page in the bio. So if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you.